what I'm pretty confident of is that it's a bad scenario. It's a 100% bad scenario when the media you trust to get to report on serious things such as medicine, such as war, such as economy across the world is lying to you about who is trying to buy and sell what. My name is Carrie, and this is From the Hip, episode two of From the Hip, or something like it. And what I want to talk about is about their reporting that uh, Redditors are trying now to uh, make a push in the silver market and squeeze long holders, out, or sorry, short holders out of the silver market. And I, I have decided to try to talk to a, a wide open general audience about this because it doesn't appear to be true. Um, so it's, a, it's very concerning that that would be the case. And since I decided to share this information last night, I decided that it would also be a good idea if I shared information about the recent action in the GameStop stock price and and why that has happened because it all because it relates to this same reddit subreddit called Wall Street bets I again am going to speak about this and share it with you because I think it's a very very serious issue and it's not an isolated issue of its type which is a matter of misinformation media deception informational warfare in general and the reason I spent 38 minutes uh, in the previous episode talking about information and intermediation and the people that we interact with is because it is a critical point that you consider um, trusting people you know at this point and trusting them more than the television um, sounds so that's that's why I've done that I've set the stage that way and I I really hope that you'll come along with me in this story. I'm going to try to keep it as simple as possible. The equities markets are a somewhat impenetrable subject. I have a couple of years of decent experience to be able to understand roughly what's going on, or at least what the impressions of what's going on are. And so, but this story is mostly not about the markets themselves and in the interworkings of this recent trade it's about the informational uh, passing around that's going on so without further ado I'm gonna tell it from my perspective uh, late Thursday afternoon I logged on to I don't know I opened up a window browser a internet browser and somehow found out that GameStop price had moved, you know, up significantly. It was up fifteen hundred percent for the year at that point, and up until that point, it hadn't been interesting to me because I don't go, you know, I don't go chasing after uh, big price runs. 
But what interested me in reading about the subject was the words short squeeze. And um, for those of you who are unfamiliar, basically people, you know, hedge funds and, and whomever have the ability to sell shares of a stock that they don't own by borrowing them from someone else. But if they get too big of a position, or if just other hedge funds decide that that they don't like that hedge fund or something, you know, for whatever reason, they can be squeezed out of their position by uh, other players in the market. And so the short squeeze really had my interest. And so instantly I went to um, looking into this particular squeeze, which looked to have been very promising given given the information that was available to me. Um, I spent, uh, spent much of Thursday evening looking into that information, um, as I recall it. Or maybe this was Friday morning. I, I might be off here. The point is I did spend much of Friday looking into the scenario. The idea was that companies had borrowed more than 138% or borrowed 38% more than the total shares outstanding. That is um, that there were 69 million shares issued by the company and, and 71 million more than that had been shorted. Now, I think that there might have been a misunderstanding at some point of what short interest means. It might have to do with more than just borrowed shares. I, 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 don't, I don't know if all this has really been sorted through. The point is, um, I guess that, that now I need to go back in time. It was sometime in 2019, a YouTube user who also posts to a subreddit called Wall Street Bets uh, and goes on YouTube by the name Roaring Kitty, he, he posted a the due diligence uh, at some point. In 2019, he decided he liked the stock. In summer 2020, he just, he decided you know that he would do a video on the due diligence of, of GameStop. Dang, GameStop. And, and so this person's been featured on the Wall Street Journal now and so on and so forth. The point is that eventually the, the company, GameStop, made some changes that made it look more favorable. It didn't look like a company that should ever, you know, that should go into bankruptcy. And therefore it didn't really seem to justify all the short positions on the stock, especially not being overshorted, which is a matter unto itself. If, if 138% of the shares had truly been shorted, sold short, that's a tremendous problem. It involves counterfeiting of the shares, which is a known phenomenon, which is illegal, but is not um, treated with illegality. It is um, something that the SEC would have a hard time getting their hands on, to my understanding. So we, we have um, a company that has been attempted to forced into bankruptcy through short sales. We have a person um, on YouTube going by Roaring Kitty who thinks the company has value. 
and we have too many shares of this company, supposedly too many shares sold off. And in the fourth quarter of 2020, funds were buying um, shares, buying shares of GameStop by the tens of thousands. And so in the month of January, the price climbed and it climbed and climbed. And um, two Fridays ago, the price climbed to $65 in a pretty you know, steep trading session. And then um, on Thursday, the following Thursday, last Thursday, the price uh, climbed to $400 and fell to $141 or something like that. And then recovered to about $325 to close on Friday. This is this is the wild sort of action that was ultimately expected, and it was accompanied with the um, inability of many home traders, retail traders as they're called, using the Robinhood platform uh, to buy stocks. They they were locked out of buying more. Then they were locked out of buying more than five shares. Then they were locked out of buying more than one share. Because Robinhood, the you know, actoring as broker, did not have enough um, capital uh, to satisfy the overarching commission, which is a consortium of all the brokerages and retail houses. Or pardon me. Uh, basically, it's a consortium all of all of the prime brokers. Let's not get into it. The point is that's not a government agency, but that consortium says, Robinhood, you need to have more capital um, with us in order to make sure you're going to be able to settle at the end of the day because this is an unprecedented event that's going on. And so, in order to to constrain the the flow of of cash that they would need, Robinhood restricted the ability to buy GameStop shares as well as several other companies. And that's what they're claiming anyway. They did this in several other companies, many of which were also being uh, heavily shorted. And so there were, there were efforts by people um, on GameStop, or pardon me, efforts um, by people using Wall Street Bets subreddit to, to squeeze the shorts in these stocks. Um, which means, so, so I need to explain, for those of you who don't know, the people who are being squeezed, the ones who have sold short, need to exit their position by buying shares. Well, when there's a scramble to buy shares, the price goes up, the price goes up, and then, then uh, there's action on the derivatives of the stock, and they need to do something and the price tends to go up and so on and so forth. And so that's that's why it can be a lucrative venture. And that's why the people on uh, Wall Street Bets decided that they would try to make this play. Now, um, I'm gonna, I, should, I should mention that the people on Wall Street Bets, um, while they, in some view, might be in violation of some law by sharing what they were going to do individually, I think there's some question as to whether they could be objectively proved as colluding. And um, 
I'm going to probably just set that aside for now because that's a it's its own issue. The point is the squeeze was on. That's why the price was of GameStop was going up in the previous 2 weeks and and of course now there's a question as to whether the squeeze has been squoze as it were. Uh, whether the squeeze has been squeezed, whether it's concluded, whether the funds have exited their short positions or not. This is a very interesting question that is not clear at this time, and yet there are thousands and thousands and thousands of uh, small account traders uh, that are hoping that it has not ended and that there will be a price run-up still. And really, it is truly unclear whether it's whether it's done or not from the perspective of Wall Street as far as I'm concerned or as far as I'm aware the the short positions have exited and it's over and they are now positioning to take advantage of whatever price track action unfolds next the next thing that you need to know is that there's been a lot of inconsistency in the reporting about this uh, event with GameStop and and how it's affecting the hedge funds involved, how it's infecting hedge funds that aren't directly involved, how it's infecting the broader market. Um, so there's the most consistent thing that I think that's that's been reported is that, well, it, that it's hurting and that these retail traders are hurting themselves or going to hurt themselves and they're stupid and so on and so forth. And there's quickly been generated a narrative that these retail traders will need to be regulated and so on and so forth. And I, of course, I want to caution you except against accepting that, that that's, a, you know, anywhere close to acceptable at first, but um, need to draw in on the, the, the matter that the, that there's been reporting on CNBC and elsewhere um, that the, that the short squeeze is over um, for several days, there's been a lot of, I think, upside down reporting, backward reporting on, on the issue with Robinhood and their capital requirements. Um, you know, notice that they, they only made the, the restrictions uh, on buying shares of companies that were volatile. Not, I mean, I think we, you know, we would be talking about many more people than were on the uh, Wall Street Bets board. Um, I think that, that many more people would have had to have been lurking on that board and using Robinhood in order for 10 different um, stocks to be such to have such a significant effect on their capital requirements. The, the reporting has been inconsistent and the reporting has also been strange. Since I've been following this from, since Friday, I've, I've seen that many on the Wall Street Bets board are, are accusing CNBC of just making up stories. There's a story of how um, the Melvin Capital Fund closed its short position on Tuesday, January 27th. Um, that is two days before the price went up. And the price went up in, in extensive um, volume, many, many, many shares were traded. And I think that it's possible that on Thursday, when that happened, that funds could have exited the trade then, or at least a lot of funds could have exited, or, or shares could have been um, bought back. But 
and ultimately I haven't I haven't tracked this scenario long enough to to know if if everybody could have exited by Tuesday exited their short positions or everyone could have exited their uh, short positions by Thursday or by Friday um, the the, the, the funny thing to me is why they would not have tried to exit their positions earlier. And, and one problem, of course, is that the uh, stock was not trading um, a volume prior, you know, two weeks ago was not trading at an average daily volume that they could consider trying to close their positions. So that's a, that is part of the problem. The, the, the real problem is, is that the, the people who made a decision to try to squeeze out the short positions on GameStop don't have very much information. Um, they have to go by reports that are inconclusive, reports that don't con include every um, short position necessarily because they can't all necessarily be disclosed. Now, I can't get into all of that. But for CNBC to run an article that says that Melvin Capital has closed their short position is kind of strange because in any other um, scenario we would hear, well, you know, they don't disclose at all that they have a position or so on and so forth. So there's a lot of contradictory information just by Tuesday of last week. And um, of course, I'm recording this on Tuesday, February 2nd. But the... Um, you know, so if the if this short squeeze was truly over and the price run up um, finished last Friday, for um, because all these funds exited their short positions by then, it was uncanny timing for for um, the news. The news came out. Um, I don't know whether it was th Thursday or Friday that that redditors were targeting silver. And, and it was last week when, I, you know, at least I heard one person say, reference Wall Street Bets, the, the subreddit, the chat room, as the source of an attempt to squeeze out short positions in the silver market. And the first thing that came to my mind is that's a really, really bad idea. You see, I've, I've read the writings of Keith Weiner of the Gold Standard Institute and monetary metals for about eight years now, and and pretty consistently for the last three years, I'd say it's enough reading for me to have earned a graduate degree in 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 monetary science or monetary economics, if you like. So um, I'm fairly well aware that it's a really bad idea to try to squeeze someone or squeeze a multitude of institutions out of the silver market because of their short positions in, um, in the futures of the silver price. Why? Because the silver market is too big. It's, it's multiples of the size of, of GameStop, which is now trading around 20 billion. And there's another problem is that major funds that are involved in this GameStop trade have long positions. That is, they want the price of silver to go up, whereas 
we suppose that they want the price of GameStop to go down because they had short positions and that they might still be stuck in them. The third problem is that over the weekend, I was revisiting the Wall Street Bets board and trying to find out more about this short squeeze and whether it was still on and, and where, where the shares are and who owns them. And what I found really interesting is there were not posts about, um, about trying to squeeze out silver. In fact, most of the posts that I saw said, that's a really stupid idea. And even if it were a good idea, the, the, uh, you know, Citadel financial is, is on the long side of that trade, um, on the, on a particular way. And also it's coming from, you know, spammers. We had, you know, the, the Wall Street Bets board expanded from about 600,000 users a month ago to now something like 8 million. And the problem with that is that it, you know, typically in VoIP, you, on, it, on any large page, you have a number of people just trying to sell something. Then you have another people just, they come in f with disinformation. And, and so it's becomes the uh, job of 20 or 30 moderators to try to, you know, who have families and jobs to try to weed through all that, um, ban people, ban, you know, moderate, keep people from posting nonsense and so on and so forth. And, and the net effect of all of that was that they did a decent job of it. There's not really many posts about silver, um, that are gaining any sort of traction and there's no, there is no plausible push for silver. And, and in fact, a, a Dutch article that I read, um, appeared to have actually gone to the wall street bets page and noticed that nobody was celebrating a tentative victory in for price action in the silver market because since Thursday afternoon, um, silver prices have risen and, and silver stocks have risen um, significantly. But, but no one is really celebrating that and, and considering that a victory of, of um, you know, due diligence or a victory over the hedge funds or anything like that, because no one on Wall Street Bets is making that play. And yet, multiple media outlets are reporting that Reddit is targeting the silver market, a short squeeze. They're targeting a short squeeze move. And it's really absurd, the idea of the short squeeze move in the silver market, the pyramid. It's just, it's just a silly idea. What's so what's sillier to me is being on this page all weekend and going, wow, you know, there's not any. In fact, th there's people saying, don't buy silver, don't buy SLV, the ETF. Don't do any of that. That's a bad idea. And don't believe that people, um, you know, that are really part of this community are pushing that. And so. That is the source of the of the, the real seriousness which, which, with which I wanted to record this, is that the mainstream media is making this up. At very best, there are other uh, subreddits on on Reddit that are would be you know are trying to make this claim, except you know 
one, if they knew anything about what they were doing, then that's silly of them to try. And two, the original reports um, last week had to do with the Wall Street Bets page. And ultimately, uh, when people say Reddit, uh, clear back into earlier in January, they're really referring to this particular page, Wall Street Bets, on Reddit. And so if, if I wanted to misreport on this, if I, if I were CNBC and I wanted to, to say that Wall Street Bets, or imply that Wall Street Bets was making a push in the silver market, one way for me to, to do that without being um, totally um, transparent about it would be to just say Reddit. Redditors are doing this. And um, then I've got some plausible deniability. Perhaps another page can be created somewhere where, where you know, paid accounts can just gin up a bunch of stories about how they're going to crush the the big guys by buying silver and at the same time the silver market is drying up you would have a very difficult time getting online today i have actually, actually haven't done it because i haven't uh, i haven't considered buying any silver but you would have a pretty difficult time getting online today and buying any silver for yourself physical silver and so it's very troubling that at the same time the media outlets are saying Wall Street Bets is driving up a silver price uh, that it cannot be found. To reiterate, I mentioned to a friend the thing about silver, and he too had been looking at the Wall Street Bets page, I think, quite a bit, and and he said, yeah, the these news outlets are inventing reality. And I, I want to, I mean, please let that sink in. I, I came to do this in audio format because last week, one of the things that I was writing about and I haven't finished is media deception. And here it is. I, so, so there was my friend saying they're inventing reality. And, and so my hope is that I can communicate to you just, just that, that, that these news outlets aren't actually not to be trusted. Furthermore, gold and silver are real money across time. And I think that probably in, in recent years, a lot of people have, and especially right now where the Federal Reserve is kind of, you know, it's getting out of hand if it, if it weren't out of hand for a decade now, people are probably more interested in this idea of gold and silver. Well, it's really hard to find. And so at the same time that it's really hard to get a hold of, we have a media disinformation campaign to more or less blame that on an internet chat room that is on the verge of being banned. And so whether you think that the, um, the, the TV stations, the media are doing the bidding of the hedge funds to try to um, pour liquidity into an ETF like SLV so that an overexposed fund like um, Citadel um, can cover some shorts in other stocks um, or, or hold those positions. I, I don't know. It, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, whatever it is, it's bad. 
And I think that it's even worse if you if you if you think that it's not about providing trying to to provide um, viral liquidity to those companies. What I see is an attempt by the the media to push um, retail investing uh, momentum one way or another uh, is is one thing that I see going on is that the investment landscape has changed. Head funds have gone from from active management to passive management, and and so a lot of of what what the market requires is for analysis to happen and for buying trends to happen and and you really don't want to bet against trends and and so part of what i'm seeing um through media reports is is possibly an attempt to drive momentum that that the hedge funds uh, and and investment banks can can then capture from and in in technical terms or, or jargon of the trade, this is this is called a pump and dump, and it's not new. It's just that it's it's never been um, the case that a group of that a that a poorly associated group of people, and we're, we're really just talking about you and me, have have the idea of you and me grouping together has been. Um, try you know attempted to be harnessed for for um, leverage over the markets. I think that there are worse possible reasons for the um, misreporting. Um, the disappearance of silver being the most uh, concerning part of it. If if silver were readily available at the new prices that would be less concerning. Um, I had a friend on Facebook who had a very serious suspicion about the what this meant um, for the entire economy, for the future of the dollar, etc. I just don't know. What I'm pretty confident of is that it's a bad scenario. It's a hundred percent bad scenario when the media you trust to get to report on serious things such as medicine, such as war, such as economy across the world is lying to you about who is trying to buy and sell what. So I want to throw in another note. The the people using the Wall Street Bets board uh, are largely, not, not only are the people on this board uh, largely sticking to their positions, um, many of them vowing to hold to zero until the price is zero if necessary because they're they're upset about the events with Robinhood and other um, brokerages and they're upset about the lying that's happening on TV that they want to hold who they can can accountable because they, they think that the short interest on this trade is still very much in play. Now, uh, that's where we're at, and 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 so the there nobody's lost interest. In fact, many many people around the world have been buying shares of GameStop to try to keep the 
uh, shorts from being able to cover their positions. And yet yesterday, CNBC and other outlets reported that traders had lost interest in GameStop. It's really interesting. You know, I mean, to me, when you're on the board and you see the commitment of a lot of people spending way too much uh, buying into this stock, uh, scary amounts, given that there's a lot, there's way too much uncertainty. Uh, in fact, I couldn't even post this. Yeah, I couldn't even wouldn't even attempt to post this onto this board because I would just be crucified for spreading uncertainty. But there is way too much uncertainty because of the misinformation. I think that misinformation is a cause uh, to be concerned. The misinformation, though, the interpretation on this Wall Street Bets page is that the, the misinformation is designed by Wall Street to get these people out of their long positions, get them out of their commitment so that the, the, the Wall Street funds can buy back their short positions. And what I, what I want to share with you, the reason I'm sharing this with you is because it is totally plausible for these funds to have the leverage to get the media to, to say what they want, to do their bidding. This is, this is true on multiple accounts or, or for multiple reasons, or at least for um, a mix of real reasons combined with plausible reasons. One of those being um, the actual funding of the media and two being the history of um, leaks, quote unquote leaks. Just this week, I watched a video of Jim Cramer of Mad Money on CNBC talking about his time as a hedge fund manager and using deception in the media to drive interest one way or another. Not only do you use deception in the media as a hedge fund manager, you use deception in the market itself to try to confuse people. And It's a really interesting video. You should look it up. Jim Cramer talking on... Oh, it's it's from several years ago. So if you look for it, you know, basically he's given insider information, how the market works. I, you know, that 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 person can has a TV show where he claims to be a, an advocate for the viewer really just falls flat when you when you uh, in light of this interview from several years ago talking about being manipulative and he does it not just as a slip but goes on for several minutes about it all of this is part of a much bigger picture which i which i want to impress upon you if you're listening that we can't afford to be involved as a rule in institutions that involve this sort of deception um, meaning the stock market, we you know it is the the mechanism of shorting, as I understand it, by by just fabricating shares out of nowhere, more or less, is is a fundamentally immoral um, structure that we really ought to put distance um, away from us, and also we cannot count on these news agencies to give us reliable information whatsoever about about uh, what what might be a good buy um, at this point I, it's it's just silly they they are really they're literally trying to pin a 
a collusion in the silver market on a bunch of guys who uh, on this chat room who I could not even advise you to go um, join them because of the way they speak to one another, write to one another. It's a very serious situation. I, I Again, I don't know what to tell you to do about it other than the fact that to exercise more caution than you might have been. Because I don't think that this is a place to be that is the stock market. I also don't think TV or any media is a place to be. And yet, oftentimes we will, we will turn around and we will hear from someone that we know, maybe that we claim that we love, something that contradicts what's on the TV, and we will choose over and over and over and over again the authoritative source. And I simply don't think that we can afford to move forward that way. Uh, it, it is the, the converse of what I explained yesterday about not uh, people who care about one another cannot and do not let matters of fact come between them. When we choose to listen to the TV over the people that we know and, and claim to trust or that we need to trust, we're, we're doing the opposite of that. And if you are feeling atomized, if you're feeling lonely, if you if you're feeling like um, maybe you can't trust people or or any variant of that, it's no surprise. It should be no surprise. And again, what I said was that it's not a it's not a sustainable progressive model to turn away from people when we disagree about what the facts are. It's it 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 will not get us anywhere. Okay, and so here we are in this moment where where CNBC is reporting one thing and and what's actually transpiring is definitely another. Okay, we cannot afford for CNN to dictate what or, you know, whatever the channel may be. We cannot afford for there to be that bifurcation between between thought and deed, between word and, and, and happening etc. We can't afford that. And so I'm going to say that roughly the only way back, you know, the, the simplest way back is for us to put more trust in each other. Listen, I mean, please listen to, the, to what I'm saying, is that there's a real set of lies unfolding just about the equity markets right now. And that someone feels that a group of people, for that matter, feel it necessary to to do this is is a uh, really significant and, and um, you know it is a cause for a bit of worry. Finally, I'm going to I'm going to turn part of this situation on its head and consider the possibility that much of what has transpired with GameStop is actually a lie. That you know at this very moment we cannot trust whatever statistics we get about the open interest on the shorts. That is. That if, um, you know, one, one perspective would be on that is that, that um, all the shorts are actually closed and that there's a few lies right now trying to keep the Wall Street bets crowd interested in staying long. Um, another way of being looking at it is that they're still very, 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 very short, um, net short, and that there's a lot of lies about... Um, 
about that and that they've closed all their positions? Truly, I don't know. It's not a good scenario to be in. And the other thing that I would consider based on my extensive um, experience of studying the past is that the entire GameStop stop um, event of the last several months could have been brought on by a coordinated set of misinformation across all that time. That is entirely plausible. There's precedent for it, and it matches the confusion that is taking place right now. Um, the markets have opened five minutes ago, and I'm, I'm going to check in on that, and I would appreciate it if, if, if you would just consider what I'm saying here and um, you know, drop me a line somewhere. That'd be great. In fact, if any, if if one of my friends wanted to get together and sit down and and uh, record a conversation to follow up on this, that would be even better.